0: Is this thing on? (laughs) You're listening to Échale Ganas Ganas
1: with Jenny and Vero, where we talk about life, familia, entrepreneurship, nuestra cultura, mental health, and everything in between. Así que persínate y agárrate. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Échale Ganas Podcast. Today we want to talk about something that everybody always asks us questions, which is how do we actually start our business? Okay, so you have this idea, you wanna start a new business, but you have no idea what your first step is. So today we want to tell you all about the eight steps that we took to start our own business.
0: We took way more than eight steps, but (laughs) this is like the cheat sheet for you guys because we took like, a thousand steps in order to start the business because we had absolutely no idea what we were doing but that's what we're trying to avoid for you guys we don't want you to have to jump through hoops of fire when we can easily help you out and give you some sort of guidance um to start that dream of yours
1: yeah and we say eight steps but really there is about four steps per step in the eight steps (laughs) yeah there's
0: like baby (laughs) steps in the steps
1: so the first one actually has no other steps it's Super simple, but yet super hard, and it is deciding what your passion is. I think that when you start a business, you really want to start a business that is going to be about something that you love. Otherwise, you won't spend as much energy and time actually trying to make your business succeed. Um,
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that at the end of the day, if you're not passionate about what you're going to do, then. You have no business doing it, you know, um, because then you're not going to be happy with the outcome or you're not going to do it with the joy that you wish you were doing it with. So to us, I think the most important thing is find your passion. If you're passionate about something and that's what you want to do, then go ahead and do it. Take the plunge. Bet on yourself, because um, if you don't, then nobody else will do it.
1: Totally, and I think that sometimes when people start a new business, they go into it with the mentality of, I'm not going to have a boss anymore, so I'm going to get to pick my own work schedule, and I'm going to work only from 8 to 5. That's a lie. It's a lie. The truth is that, especially at the beginning, you're going to be working more than you've ever worked. You're going to be working more than if you had a regular 8 to 5 job, or even if you had an 8 to 7, or a 10 to 11. But! You're going to work more than that.
0: Yeah, you're going to work more than that, but the difference here is that you're not going to feel like you're working more exactly. than your 9 to 5, your whatever yes. type of schedule you've got. It doesn't feel like that because...
1: You love what you're doing.
0: Because you love what you're doing, and it doesn't matter that you woke up at 6 in the morning, and you're not going to bed till 2, 3 in the morning because you're like, oh, snap, where did time go? I just, you know how they say, like, time goes by so much faster when you're having fun, and I don't want to sound cheesy, but... You
1: sound cheesy. I know I'm the cheesiest
0: person ever but it's the truth like it does not feel like work you don't go to bed of course you go to bed exhausted and there's going to be days that are not as great as others but at the end of the day you're doing what you want you know that you aren't going to bed thinking am I really doing what what my calling is in life you know you you get to you get to do what you, you you love
1: yes so once you have found your passion the next step is deciding what type of business you want to start and for this I think that you have to be as specific as you can find your niche and then make plans and goals for that business that you want to start for us it was starting a business that was going to give us the freedom to work from home but more than that it was finding a business that was going to allow us to be creative that was going to allow us to put out designs and more than designs, put out these words that were going to make an impact on our culture.
0: we were going to mean something.
1: Yes. So we wanted to create a brand that was going to embrace who we were as Latinas. That was going to empower not just ourselves, but the people that decided to purchase from us. And just in general, to create a community and a sense of home within our products. So that was something that we had since the very beginning. When I started, when we started this business, we didn't have a lot of money. We And I'm going to talk a little bit into finding the funding and deciding how much money you want to invest in a little bit. It's actually the third step. But finding those things that you're not willing to compromise in is one of the most important decisions that you're going to make early on. So for us, it was that feeling that you get when you receive a product in the mail. So we wanted it to be a sense of, understanding empowerment and acceptance so we wanted our packages to make you feel like every other Latina was on your side as well
0: and I want to interject really quickly and pause you right there for a little bit because you said I and then we and I feel like sometimes you feel guilty about that but (laughs) If we're being completely honest, Jen really did start this business off by herself. So a lot of the times the reasons why she says I like I wouldn't want anybody to judge her for it is because she really did this. She really did start this on her own. I was there 100 percent of the time I was having her back and everything like a good partner. But I was her cheerleader. You know, I wasn't really doing half Or one-fourth of the work that Jen was doing. Because I did have a full-time job. And I just did not have the capability to do that for her. So when she says I, it's because she started this business. Um, And I helped. I helped, but you need to stop calling me cheesy. It's the (laughs) truth. I helped, you know, in every way that I could. But to what my schedule allowed.
1: Yeah, because at the time she was working a full-time job. And... I had quit my full-time job to start the business. So that's kind of why I was doing more of the work. Um, but anyway, back to figuring out exactly what kind of business you want and then finding your niche. Um, I think that a lot of the times we want to market to everybody, but we have to figure out who our market is and then figure out how we can appeal to them. So since the very beginning, we knew that our market was going to be Latina women. And we've stuck to that. And I think that's one of the reasons why our business has been able to grow as much as it has. We've never strayed from targeting our fellow Latina hermanas. And I think that being authentic is one of the most important parts of owning your own business. Because people see right through that. So if you're getting into a business to make fast money and you don't really care about your market, you're not investing time and love into what you're doing then people are going to see right through you and they're not going to support your business as much as if you were doing something that you love and i know again that sounds super cheesy do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life you are gonna work but it's not gonna feel like work so that's probably why people say that um moving on step number three is probably the most asked question is how the heck do i even find the money to start this business yeah start so where do you find the money for us it was
0: from our paychecks (laughs) from our
1: paychecks yeah it was sacrificing i think that you have to everybody has it differently of course some people are privileged enough and lucky enough and have worked hard enough in their life before starting a business that they have either really good credit and they can get loans or they have a bomb savings account that they can dip into to start their own business for us it was neither of those (laughs) To be completely honest, we had shit credit, yep. and we had no savings account. Yeah. Um, so we were literally investing as much as we could spare from our paycheck. And I say that lightly because that meant we weren't eating yeah. properly. Like, we were having maruchan and sandwiches every single day for dinner. and
0: Sometimes we wouldn't have dinner.
1: yeah. But we knew that we wanted to do this business and we knew that if we stuck to it and that if we sacrificed enough, eventually it was going to turn around and it was going to feed us. And thank God that <laughs> it
0: that <did>. actually <laughs> happened.
1: <laughs> but it just goes back to the fact that I never gave up on it. And there was times where there were no sales coming in for a whole week, but I never doubted the business. And I knew that if I worked hard enough and if I hustled and if we sacrificed, then eventually... It was going to work out. I just had to find this secret formula, which by the way, does not exist. The secret formula is work like crazy 24-7 and eventually your business takes off. So where do you find the money? You sacrifice. If you are not lucky enough to have good credit and you can't get a loan, and if you don't have a savings account, then you sacrifice. So if you're working an 8-5 to or if you're working retail or any kind of job that you have, You just need to sacrifice. And I know that that's easier said than done. Some people, your circumstances, you have nothing to spare. But saving from what you do have is the only way to start a business. And you don't need a lot of money to start a business. You
0: don't. I think that's a really big misconception about starting a business that everybody thinks like, oh, I need to have like $10,000 to start a business. And to be completely honest, you don't. Like, yes, that would be really nice to have that cushion money there to, you know, just in case there's some mess ups or something of that sort. But you don't need that amount of money. You just need... To have a dollar in a dream you know what I mean like yeah, that's I feel like it. a lot
1: of people always assume I need all this money because it has to be perfect my website has to be perfect and my products have to be perfect but things like an online website and amazing photography yes they are incredibly important to your business but they are also things that you can build up as you make money so we started our business on Etsy where at the time there was no monthly fee. I think now there's like an $8 monthly fee or something and even then it's optional. And they, I may be mistaken on this, but I think it's about 20 cents that they charge you for every listing that you put up on Etsy. So we started on Etsy, we did not have a website and we started with 15 t-shirts. I ordered 15 t-shirts online and then I screen printed those 15 t-shirts and I did not, Add a new design or add new products or stock until those 15 teas were sold, and then I use that same money to get more teas. And then, once those 30 sold, I use that money to make more, and so on and so forth. So you don't need a lot of money to start this business. I think that if that's an idea that you have, you need to get rid of it, mm-hmm. save yourself 150 bucks, and then just do it. Because once you start and once you put your products out there, then you're opening up yourself to making more money and therefore growing your business. And then down the line, you can invest in an amazing website. Or you could watch the thousand YouTube videos like we did and do it yourself. <laughs> yeah. There is, there's also that misconception of, I didn't go to school for graphic design or i don't know how to build a website there is youtube youtube will be your best friend google will be your best friend everything that you need to start a business to build your website to design your products to order your products everything is available to you online
0: youtube university is the best and it's for (laughs) free guys it is for free it
1: is like you know, we
0: live in the age of everything being on the Internet, you know, like we're on social media 24 seven. We do this. We do that on, on on apps and and the Internet and all these things. And it's like you need to use it to your advantage. Yep. Use your resources and the Internet is there to help you. And yes, sometimes it gets confusing. And yes, sometimes it's like, Ugh, I clicked on one thing and I got 10 other things. But it's totally worth you you know combing through those 10 things that weren't really what you needed and then find that one video that's gonna help you and it's all there it really is all there i mean jen is the perfect example of that you know um she completely learned you know most of her things off of there so it's all about just wanting to do it if
1: you can find a video send me a dm on instagram and i will help you find a video because i can guarantee you that there is a video out there for whatever problem you're having with either your website or your social media or anything. It's out there and I will help you find it because I've probably found it myself. So the fourth step is research. And it kind of ties in with finding your niche, but figuring out where your target market is hanging out at. And I know that's like, you know, how am I supposed to know where they're hanging out at? But what I mean by that is figure out are Is your target marketing shop in... Oh, I just cut that out. Is your target market hanging out on Instagram, on Facebook, on Tumblr, on Twitter? Are they everywhere? Are they on Pinterest? Once you figure out exactly where they are hanging out in, then you can spend more time promoting, advertising, and posting your content on those websites. Are they shopping um, Are they shopping on Etsy? Are they shopping on Google? Are they shopping on Pinterest? Are they shopping on Facebook? Are they only shopping at vendor events? Those are the kinds of things that you have to find out. And I know right. you're probably thinking, how the heck do I find these things out? You ask around. You figure out from your friends, your family, your coworkers, your neighbors, you uh, figure just- out where they are shopping. And it's as simple as asking them, do you ever shop online? What kind of stores do you like to shop at? Do
0: you like to go to farmer's markets? Do you okay. like to go to, you know, different events? It's, it's just really what you got to do.
1: Yep. You, you have to get yourself out there. And if you're an introvert like me, that becomes so difficult because you either you're shy or you don't want to seem like a bother or you think they're just not going to tell you. And yeah, some people are going to tell you like, I don't know. It doesn't matter. I don't care. But you just have to keep asking those questions and figuring out where they're actually hanging out at and then tackling those areas. Not to say that you shouldn't tackle all areas because I believe that you should be on all social medias. You should be on Instagram. You should be on Facebook. You should be on Etsy. You should have your own website. You should be able to shop on your Facebook.
0: Yeah, the more you're out there, the more... The more
1: you are to be found. Exactly. But you should know where they're hanging out at so that you can spend more time there to convert those Followers or viewers into your customers Um, That's one research that you have to do is figuring out your target market You also have to research legal requirements. So this obviously varies by state um, But you have to make sure that you are compliant with all the boring stuff that I'll get to in step number five Which is registering your business, but just know that you have to do a lot of legal research And the last thing that we should research and probably one of the super most important things is that you have to make sure that your ideas are original. It is so hard to start a business with an idea that is not original, with an idea that has been done before and even more so if you're going into a market that is super saturated. So that's not to say that if you wanna make earrings, of course, like earrings have been done before, but make sure that it's something that is not a direct copy of
0: somebody else's work. Try to always be your authentic self and unique, you know, because... And it's not about copying other people or anything. It's about... You don't want to set yourself up for failure. Yeah. Because you want to be the next hot thing. But you don't want to be the next hot thing because, oh, this person had that design and now this person just... Copied it. Copied it. You know, you don't want that. You want to be the next hot thing because, like, oh, my gosh, why didn't I think of that, you know?
1: Yes. And also, it's a really shitty feeling when somebody steals your designs or your ideas and then profits off of them. Because Mm -hmm. if you're stealing the design from another small business, they have put in a lot of work and time into creating an original idea. So, it's a shitty feeling. Just don't do it. Don't steal somebody else's work. Um, But more than that, if you do so, you're cheating yourself because you're not going to build an authentic business. You're not going to build a business that people trust. And more importantly, you're not going to have those repeat customers because they are not going to they're going to see that it's not something that you love doing and an original idea that you created and that you absolutely love and want to put out into the world.
0: Right. Because at the end of the day, your customers can see right through it. They they know, you know, they know if something is being done just because somebody is money hungry or because it's what they love. You know, I don't know how they know it, but it they can figure it out. In
1: an era where everybody is so invested in, okay, I shouldn't say everyone, because there's still people like that, you know, enjoy fast fashion and stuff like that. But there's so many people, and it just, that number just keeps growing, of people that are invested in supporting small business owners and mm-hmm. supporting original ideas. And these people become your fans, because they love the fact that you are being authentic to them and they identify to you and they identify to your products. And in my head, that's what you want. I think that that's one of the things I'm most proud of when I have people say, I wore this shirt and I felt empowered or I felt beautiful or it makes me feel seen or understood. I think that to me, that's one of the most biggest accomplishment is i think most biggest yeah it can whatever. be it's, new it's thing it's just one of those things that i'm most proud of because it makes me feel really warm and fuzzy inside when somebody just feels that way about and something you say i'm created. cheesy whatever okay moving on to the fifth step and probably one of
0: the, the most important
1: yeah the most important but and boring also, like, And boring. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. The most boring, tedious, annoying stuff, which is registering your business. Which
0: is why she just throws it on to me.
1: I do not enjoy doing any of this. um, Mainly because just if you're creative, this is just going to be boring. But you got to do it anyway. So you have to get a DBA. Well, you don't have to. But that's just the way we've done our business. We got a DBA.
0: That's here in Texas. I mean. Oh, yeah. I'm not
1: sure how it works. This
0: just the disclosure, this like fifth step of like the legal stuff and stuff the boring stuff it's texas yes
1: that's just how we had to do it so stuff if you are in texas you have to go to the courthouse and you have to make sure that your business name has not been taken and then you get this document called a dba which is doing business as, which is pretty much registering your business to texas so that you can get a text id number so that you have to pay taxes yeah Um, but those are things that you have to do. Then you have to get your tax ID. You have to go to the tax appraisal office to register your business. All that kind of boring stuff. And it just goes back to researching the legal requirements to starting a business. And then the fun part is registering your domain. So that's if you're not doing Etsy, for example, you want to register your domain on hosts like HostGator or Yeah,
0: HostGator GoDaddy. Go Daddy. Um,
1: there's a whole bunch of them.
0: WordPress. Well, actually, no, you host on, on. I think it's like Hostgator or
1: something. Yeah. Or GoDaddy.
0: We went through a lot of them when we started because we. No what we were doing. Yeah, we didn't know what we were doing, so that was a lot of spent money on not necessarily the best things. But our host right now is GoDaddy. Yeah,
1: we've been with them for about.
0: The Two years. <laughs>
1: but, um yeah. But, yeah, so registering your domain is pretty much just getting your website name. So, for us, it's GenzianoDesigns.com, And that is super important because you want people to be able to find you. Um, and, again, this is if you're not on Etsy. If you're just starting out and you're going solely on Etsy, which is what we did for, what, like, a year and a half or something like that?
0: I think we did it for just a year a and year. then you were, like... I need it. I need Shopify. I yeah. found Shopify. We need to get Shopify. And we got yeah. Shopify.
1: So then that's step number six. Register on Etsy or Shopify or WooCommerce or Big Cartel. There is so many out there. Yeah. So I would just do your research to see depending on what product you're selling, which platform works best for us. Yeah.
0: What benefits you?
1: Yeah. I can tell you that we tried WooCommerce and it did not work for me because I am not very tech savvy. And it was very complicated for me and I could not figure it out. And it was, it was just too
0: much. I mean, she took turns with it. I took turns with it. I almost killed our computer (laughs) trying to figure out how to do the WooCommerce thing. It was just, I felt, I guess for people that aren't, their lives aren't like, we don't dedicate ourselves to like tech stuff, techie stuff. coding and stuff. Yeah. It, it was not very, um, not tech savvy friendly. Mm -hmm. Um, it was, it was really hard to try to figure it out um and we needed something that was running gonna go up running fast not take as long as us having to figure out how to do coding and all these kind of things i think
1: that if you have a little bit of money to spare then woocommerce might be the right idea for you because it is more customizable and all that kind of fun stuff that um takes coding and time and a lot of
0: things that we don't know we did not
1: have. <laughs> um, so we personally use Etsy and Shopify and we have been on Shopify for about two no like a year and a half maybe Shopify and, yeah uh, we love Shopify and um, and we love Shopify and we wouldn't want to switch yeah
0: WordPress. Shopify is working
1: so well for us
0: It's very user friendly yeah very and very
1: we set up our website ourselves everything that's on there we did ourselves so it's user your um okay so with registering on etsy or shopify there is some things that are very important that come hand in hand with them the first one is seo which is search engine optimization and there is a ton of information on this if you just google it but to break it up as simple as possible it is pretty much keywords that will help your target customer find you so for us Keywords like Latina shirt or Latina power shirt
0: or Latinx
1: or Latinex. Those are the kinds of keywords that we use into our listings to help people find us. SEO is incredibly important if you are going to go anywhere. If you're going to be on Etsy, if you're going to go on Shopify, if you're going to go on Big Cartel or anywhere, you have to master SEO. And like I said, there is a lot of info on it, but the simplest way to put it is you need these keywords. And you need to enter them into your listings to help people find you. Um, And again, it depends on what product you're selling. You know, if you're selling earrings, you want to be as specific with earrings. So you want to put, I don't know. I probably shouldn't give advice because that's not my (laughs) area of expertise. But maybe you want to put rhinestone gold earrings or something of that sort. Because if you put gold earrings, you're going to have... Thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of competitors. But if you're doing something like amethyst gold earrings, then that's going to help people find you because you're narrowing down the search.
0: Basically, the more specific you are, the better for you.
1: Yeah, but not too specific because you want to...
0: You don't want to narrow down your... Yeah,
1: you want to search... I mean, you want to put something that your audience is searching. So you don't want to put... I don't know. What do people not search? Like one-inch, gold-plated...
0: I mean, some people could, look, could put stuff like that, you know. <laughs> but
1: not, not, not your average person is not going to be so detailed in their search. So detailed, but not too details. Um, another thing that is super-duper incredibly important is product photography. Mm-hmm. You need to have good pictures that are going to want people to buy your stuff. And again, this does not mean that you have to go out and hire a super-incredibly-expensive photographer if you don't have the money. If you do have the money, do it. (laughs) But if you don't, that's fine. You just need natural lighting. And again, I am not a professional photographer, so don't take all of my advice on this. But as long as you have natural lighting, either if you're putting it on a model or if you're doing a flat lay, which we think you should have both, if you're doing things like jewelry or maybe even shoes, like you wanna see, you wanna have a picture where your customer is seeing it on somebody or on something yeah and that makes them see oh i can see myself wearing that so you want that picture and then you of course want a flat lay where they can see what it looks like you know for size and color and all that kind of stuff but product photography is extremely important and there's so many groups on facebook also where they have um like collaborations i guess you could call them where you give photographers free product and in exchange they give you some really good professional pictures um so you just got to go on facebook and search these groups and there are so many amazing photographers that you know are partying are partying that are planning you know birthday parties for their kid and they need candles or they need an outfit and they'll Take the outfit for free and then give you the pictures because they're still going to take pictures of their kid at their birthday party.
0: Exactly. You just got to find the right partners. Yep. And like Jen said, there's a bunch of groups on Facebook that you can ask to join. And, you know, that helps. That can help you out a lot.
1: Yep. And that, that's actually how we started getting professional photography with our business because we didn't have the money to hire professional photographers. And these groups are so incredible. And the women in these groups, most of them are women, by the Mm -hmm. way, and the women and photographers in this group are so talented and they are willing to work with you and collaborate with you. And really, it's just a win-win situation for everybody.
0: Right. But, yeah, like, don't get... Um, strung up on the idea of like, oh, I don't have this professional camera, or I don't have the money, I don't have thousands of dollars to pay a professional photographer. I mean, we started off with us taking pictures of, of the products, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I was taking pictures of Jen. Jen was the model. I was taking pictures. Mm-hmm. I would use the, my phone. Some we used to have a camera. It's a cheap little camera that I was like, oh, we're going to make it work. And it got to a point where I was like, I don't know how to work this camera. Let me just take pictures with the phone. And a lot of the early stages of JZD, the pictures that you see, are taken with our iPhones. And I mean, nowadays, there is a
1: camera on these new iPhones is incredible. Exactly. You need a DSLR.
0: You don't. You don't. It's all about just like Jen was saying, find the natural light, you know,
1: and practice
0: yeah practice 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 and where there's a will there's a way just always remember that and if you want to get it done you can get it done and the more you get those pictures out the sooner you get to sell your product more the sooner you get to save up a little more and then you get to invest on photographers so don't lose sleep on not being able to invest on you know amazing photographers just yet because there's
1: building blocks
0: yeah there is and you just got to be patient like we're it's weird for us to be saying that we should you should be patient because we are the least patient people in the world but hey we did it we survived we figured it out so don't let that discourage you from your dream and just Practice, practice, practice. Take pictures with your phone. Take Borrow somebody's camera. your
1: friends, your cousins, your family. Whoever you can find to model for you if it's a product that needs modeling. And just practice. And eventually you're going to get the shots that you need. Yeah. And it's going to work out for you.
0: Point is, you need to get your product out there. Yes. So do it somehow. You'll be able to figure it out. And, you know, you'll be okay.
1: The last thing with... Step six is creating good descriptions for your listings. And I cannot stress this enough. You have to tell your customer everything there is to know about your product. If it's something that is being modeled, tell the customer what size the model is wearing in the picture so that they know what it's gonna look like when it goes on them. Tell them if it's something that's jewelry. Again, tell them if it's gold plated or if it's gold or if it's silver. Tell them the dimensions, the sizes, the materials, all that kind of information is going to persuade your customer to actually buy the product. Because a lot of the times, if they go on your website and they see this shirt, but they don't know if it's unisex, or if it's woman sizes, or if it's men's sizes, they're not likely to just trust and purchase from you. So if you can be as specific as you can in your listing and tell them colors, sizing, everything, then that's gonna help your buyer. Take the plunge and buy your product. Moving on to step number seven, building your social media presence. This is so, 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 so important. For us, so many of our sales come from Instagram, so we know that we have to build this social media presence. You have to build your Instagram, your Facebook, your Twitter, your Snapchat, even your Pinterest. Pinterest, yeah. But... Most importantly, you have to have an email list. Think about it this way. If one day Facebook and Instagram and everything disappears, how are you going to find your customers if you're an online-based business? You need to have these email addresses because if all of that goes away, you can still email them once a week or once a month or Mm -hmm. however often you want and tell them, hey,
0: I'm I'm still
1: here. I just released new products or I have a sale going on or it's Black Friday and you can save 30% off. And you're sending these messages directly to their phones. Think about it. How many times a day do you check your email? How many emails a day do you get from companies like Forever 21, Bath and Body Works? You open them at least once a day and that's what you want to have I guess the power to do, you want to be able to get into your customers' phones and let them know that you're still there. Right. Of course, I don't think Instagram, Facebook, Twitter are going anywhere, <laughs> but you never know. So yes, you have to build your Instagram, your Facebook, and every other social media there is, but you should also have an email, newsletter, so that people can find you, even if all of that goes away.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely.
1: We can talk about more tips on stuff on social media. Not that I am a pro by any means, but if y'all want more tips and stuff, we can do a podcast on social media.
0: Yeah, specifically on social media. So you guys could just send us your questions or what you would like to know about that.
1: Yes. Um. And that puts us to our last step. <laughs> Put your product out there. You've done all this. You've created amazing listings. You've taken amazing pictures. You registered your business you researched everything you had to research, you created your social media accounts, now put your product out there. Do not be afraid of it not being perfect. Do not get discouraged if your pictures are not perfect, if your listings are not perfect, if your website is not perfect, just put it out there and then be consistent. When I started, I can for sure tell you that my photography was not perfect. Our listings were not perfect (laughs) our SEO was definitely not perfect I had no freaking idea what SEO even was but I put my product out there and then I was so consistent I was posting all the time I was getting people to share my links I was telling my friends and my family please 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 put this on your Facebook and that's what you have to do don't not be discouraged or ashamed or embarrassed or anything of not taking the steps needed to actually get your product out there ask for help get people to share your post get people to like your post get people to comment on your post so that it can get pushed on this crazy instagram algorithm yep do what you have to do to get your product out there and then get it noticed be consistent be consistent be consistent be consistent.
0: And believe in yourself.
1: Yes. Believe do Believe in yourself. If you yourself. don't get sales the first month, that's okay. Keep pushing. Do not give up. Eventually, somebody's going to see you. Somebody's going to hear you. Somebody's going to think, damn, that product is so freaking amazing. And then they're going to buy it. And then exactly. they're going to tell their friend. And then that friend is going to tell a friend. And that friend is going to tell their sister. And that sister's going to tell And then, mom.
0: hopefully, they'll post it on Instagram or on Facebook. And then all those other people will see it. You, you just... You just got to keep on going. You can't stop.
1: And be consistent. I know I already said that like 10 times, but seriously, be Be consistent. consistent. And be fearless and just do whatever you have to do to actually get people to notice you. If that means putting like neon pictures on Instagram, do it. Do whatever it is that you think you have to do to get noticed. And then keep at it. All while being authentic.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It really isn't that bad or. and
1: that was you're super short eight <laughs> steps to starting a business <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> okay
1: I know that was way more than eight steps but really I divided it into eight steps find your passion find what kind of business you want to do figure out how much you're going to invest research register your business register on Etsy or Shopify or WooCommerce or Big Cartel build your social media and, presence and then oh, eight? oh yeah Put
0: your products out there. Eight steps with a lot of little steps in the middle. Mm. Mm-hmm. But those that. are the steps to take.
1: Yeah. If you have any more questions, if you need help, anything,
0: just DM us. Yeah, reach we out. we
1: help you.
0: Yes, we. YouTube, will
1: Google. Google.
0: We'll f- help you. We'll we'll send you the videos that we watched. Um, all that kind of stuff. So just reach out if you got any questions. If you have any ideas. Email us, DM us Don't forget Give Don't. us five stars on this
1: podcast Oh, yes Give us five stars, guys Five stars <laughs> I'll
0: even do a little song for you guys Next time if we get five stars Um So, That's, what else, people?
1: Super Short Show? Yes Tan, tan Se acabo Bye, guys Tan, tan Se acabo el cuento
0: Don't forget to subscribe, share,
1: y échale ganas.